What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berta here. In this episode, we're going to talk about growth as a publicly traded company because we've got the CEO who is spearheading the efforts of a publicly traded company. And it's really interesting to hear about how these companies grow, what their objectives are, because it can really inspire anyone, whether you are working to build up your own publicly traded company or you're just a small business owner looking for more ways to grow. Our guest who joins us today, he is the chairman and CEO of Resonant, an innovative company enabling customers and partners to deliver 5G filters designed using its WaveX software tools platform. Before Resonant, our guest served as the chief commercial officer for Tygo Energy. He's also worked for Energis, first as a senior vice president in sales and marketing, and then as a chief commercial officer. Our guest who joins us on this episode of Breakthrough Success is none other than George Holmes. George, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Mark. George, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And for people who are a little bit unclear, I'm wondering if you give us a brief overview of Resonance, the business model, and who you're trying to serve. Oh, great. Uh, so, hey, Resonance is a public venture-based microcap company. So uh, instead of taking the company and raising capital through the venture capital means to raise money as a startup company, we did it in the public markets. Um, we filed an S1, took the company public on NASDAQ, and you know have been running a publicly traded company since 2014. Some challenges with that, but also great access to capital. So that's the good news. Um, if you look at what Resonant does, Resonant is a company that is a combination of kind of three elements, tools, teams, and technology is how we like to look at it. Our tools is we have a WaveX software platform that allows us to design very complicated RF filters very, very quickly, very, very efficiently, and most importantly, very predictably. We couple that with an IP portfolio very deep IP portfolio for a company of our size and of our tenure, um, over 350 patents filed and issued, over 200 of which are focused on our XBAR technology, which is the technology we designed and developed specifically for 5G. And lastly, we've got a great team of guys. So of the 70 some odd people at the company, over 50 of them are on our technical team, roughly 20 are PhDs. So great team of guys, very technically competent, competent and very, very focused in this segment of the RF market. And having a team is such a uh, critical element of many businesses. If you are a small business owner or a solopreneur, it is very valuable to, even if you just have an assistant or somebody you can go to on Fiverr, it can make a really big difference. But an importance with teams is the ability to stay on top of everyone and give them the proper training and just create a smooth work experience. So George, you mentioned that you have a bunch of people on the team. I'm wondering, how do you create a strong synergy where you've got a productive workforce of people who are really creating great work for residents? You know, that's a, it's a great question and very topical right now, right? Because COVID has kind of changed in, in large part the way people work. Um, historically, you know, we're a tech company startup and we're used to having everybody in the office working and collaborating together. 
today we do it all like we're doing this call yeah, teams or zoom meetings uh for the most part but now you know we have limited back to work on a voluntary basis and it's surprising we have a lot of our team members are coming back into the office in california we're fully masked up even in the office we're in our austin facilities not as stringent of a requirement but at the end of the day what we find is that you know our team has worked very effectively through COVID, uh, leveraging the tools that they have. Um, obviously, the fact that we do not have a production capability and requirement means that we don't have that element that we had to manage our way through. We are a design licensing company. We do designs leveraging our software, and then we license them to third parties that in turn have to build them. They're the ones that have the bigger challenges than a company like ours. We're a design house that has great technology and we put it to work, retaining all of the intellectual property ourselves and then license specific designs to our customers. And in most cases, our customers are the biggest players on the planet. You know, we've got, uh, if we look at the marketplace, there's seven companies that represent 98% of the market. It just so happens our largest customer is the guy who sits at the top. So uh, for us, that's pretty good. Um, and it feels uh, pretty good that they are a true manufacturing company and have powered their way through uh, during COVID. And we've had a great relationship with them in large part because they weren't in our backyard anyway, they were overseas. So we had to do this type of communication and collaboration already. So this is just kind of more of the same. And George brings up an important point that I want to build up on because for a lot of solopreneurs and small business owners looking to get media exposure, like there are a lot of people who think, like if you're approaching a Forbes or an Inc. magazine trying to spread your business, like, oh, that's way too big of a magazine or way too big of an outlet. But George has some big player customers that he has been able to build relationships with. I'm wondering if you could talk about how do we build relationships with those types of customers where they're the real game changers within the industry uh, rather than settling for uh customers that may not necessarily have that type of impact like how do we get the top level players well i mean it's that goes with experience right i mean if you look at the guys that are on the sales and marketing team for for our company all very experienced guys that know how to sell from the top down i mean that's critically important uh but also critically important is you have a technology the guys at the top care about Right? If you're selling jelly beans and you're trying to go to the guys who run these largest companies and there's you know 100 companies that sell the same jelly bean, probably not going to have uh, the kind of reception that you might hope for uh, when you go in at the top of an organization, even if you've got the best sales and marketing guys on the planet. Just hard to do because you have to have something that's differentiated. We're fortunate that the technology that we developed in our X-Bar uh, resonator technology is something that is so critically different from a performance perspective than anything that has been built up until this point, even by the largest players in the marketplace. You know, we invented a new resonator technology using a different fundamental substrate that gives us a sweet spot that's higher in frequency with wider bandwidth with greater power handling capability. Well, it just so happens for the next 20 years, everything that's happening is going to be above three gigahertz from a growth perspective. And that's where our technology just kind of sits in there nicely and works. 
Yeah, I think the big thing is having different technology, differentiated technology. That's what allows us to get in and go in and meet with the guys at the top of the biggest companies and have them get excited about what it is that we're doing. You know, it's very differentiated because as we look at where technology is going, you know, from 5G to 6G to 7G, whether it be Wi-Fi 5, 6, what is coming in Wi-Fi 7, all of these things are higher frequency than the existing technologies that are being deployed in the networks today. You know, most of the technologies and RF filters are based on the requirements at sub three gigahertz. Our XBAR technology lives above three gigahertz and lives very nicely between three and 12, which covers off on really what's gonna be happening over the course of the next 20 years. So when I go in and talk to a guy at the top of some of these large organizations, there's at least a willingness to listen. And I think that's the key. And then you gotta deliver, right? I mean, ultimately as with everything, you know, if I go in and I talk about differentiated technology and all I have is a green jelly bean, they're probably gonna, I'm probably not gonna get the second meeting. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of that as well. I mean, a big part of getting media coverage or getting customers or achieving any type of success is not just being another copycat. There has to be a way that distinguishes you from other choices because if you're the same type of business model or setup as hundreds of other businesses, why wouldn't someone choose one of those other models? Like you, you have to figure out how do I make myself different and stand out from these other choices available. Now, George, I know we were talking a little bit about 5G. That is resonance hotspot. That is the area that you guys specialize in. For investors, what are some of the things we should be paying attention to, like trends in 5G, and uh, what should we be looking out for on the horizon? Well, I think the big thing is, is you know, 5G has been being pushed pretty heavily for the last two years. You know, and I was very concerned two years ago when you're watching all the television commercials around the holidays and around Super Bowl. And if you didn't read the fine print or didn't watch to the end of the commercial, you would have thought 5G was here and everything was going to be working at 5G. And if you didn't have 5G phones, you had old technology. Well, frankly, that's not quite where we are today. Today, where we are is we, you know, two years ago, we we're kind of in the hype cycle of the technology curve. Today, we're in the, you know, kind of a mass deployment of technology from an infrastructure perspective. Um, the phones that have 5G technology can operate at those frequencies, but they can't really deliver the full bandwidth that you would expect out of a true 5G experience when there's a multitude of phones that have 5G in the same space. One device, one uh, transmit, one receive. Yeah, you can get great throughput between these two things, but get hundreds and hundreds of people around a single uh, transmitter, you're gonna have a real uh, issue today. Um, not gonna be the case two, three years from now. You're gonna see technologies continue to improve. Um, in particular, filter technology, which gives you this channel to channel rejection, allows you to get these fast pipes coming to your phone that's really enabled by this filter technology. And we believe, rightly or wrongly so, we believe we have the hottest thing going from a, from a technology perspective. And we think it's very well protected from an IP standpoint. So right place, right time, right technology. Sometimes you just get lucky. And I think that's kind of where we find ourselves today. And it's good to be lucky. So technology. hope that answers it. 
Yeah, I mean, technology, it continues to evolve, and we'll keep on hearing about all these different trends, but it's important to stay on top of everything and follow the companies that are doing it right, Resonant being one of those companies. George, for people who want to follow Resonant and everything you guys are doing, where do you suggest we go? Well, big thing, obviously, go to our website, www.resonant.com. You see a lot of great information there. Uh, we do a lot of webinars. Uh, in particular, we do a lot of webinars in and around 5G. We have guys on our advisory board that actually run these webinars, and our advisory board is made up from guys that everybody from the guy who invented the first iPhone and ran engineering at Apple for the first 15 years of iPhone development to the ex-CTO of Skyworks, the ex-GM of the business unit at Corvo, the guy who ran the wireless business unit at Qualcomm, the guy who ran the Wi-Fi Alliance at Broadcom. All these guys are talking about this technology and where to go. You can find all of those things on our website. And then just reach out to us. Uh, on our website, there's a great uh, link. You can reach out to our investor portal, and we will sign you up, and we'll get you connected with the next things that we're doing. Breakthrough success listeners, we will be including resonant.com in the show notes. Those webinars, I mean, the amount of top players there definitely sounds like something. If you want to learn more about the space, tune into those webinars. George, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys.